Hey there, it's Richard. Just to let you know that this podcast, we had some audio problems and I was absent for a lot of it. Felicity had to take over as we believe in the motto that the show must go on. She does a great job without me, which of course makes me worried. But anyway, enjoy the show and you'll get me back next time. Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It, a lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig. And I'm 3L law student Felicity Redan. Felicity, what's up today? Just same old seal, Richard. Living the dream. Good, good. That's an honest answer. It's an honest answer. <laughs> okay. A reasonably honest answer. A reasonably honest answer. An answer that suffices for today. That's right. Yes. Uh, do I have a question for you today, Felicity? Well, that's a question for you. I know, but I'm asking myself that very thing. I don't know if I do. I'm losing track of what I've asked you and what I haven't asked you. Oh, I, maybe here's a, here's a good one. Here's a good one. What's, can you enlighten us on your most embarrassing moment at law school? Oh, have I not asked? That's that? nice. That's a really nice thing for you to <laughs> throw at to me. With no step. preparation. Wow. Let's see. Oh, I don't even know that there's just one. Oh, there's, would... <laughs> you know, it's well. like, it's like, honestly, like if you had, I feel like one L in general is like, if you had to do redo your awkward teenage years, but you're 25, like, that's what it's like. <laughs> so I feel like it's just like every moment of one L I was like, I feel uncomfortable and awkward in the same way I did when I was 13. Okay. Actually, that's a great answer because I remember exactly that in my first year. There's something about, what is it about law school? It's I thought you were going to say, I remember you being that awkward. In oh, law yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, look, there were some things I wouldn't reveal on the podcast, but you just did. So <laughs> anyway, I will hand it over to you for uh, our guest introduction, Felicity. Okay, well, maybe this is also a good time to tell our dear listeners that uh, What's Law Got to Do With It has a new found Instagram page, which I don't think we've done a good job of plugging, but it has given us the gift of these guests that we have with us today. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll let them explain that a little more after they just give a brief introduction of themselves. So Joey, let's start with you. Thanks for having us. Uh, it's an honor to be here. Uh, my name is Joey Galinsky. I'm a 2L student at the University of Toronto Faculty of Law uh, and one of the co-founders of Law School Life and Beyond. Which is? Which is an online blog and podcast, actually, that we just launched recently. Um, and it really showcases the inner workings of life as a Canadian law student from a first commentary perspective of writers from across Canada. So we've built a team of 25 writers, about 25 writers now um, at law schools in Ontario, BC, Alberta, and we're expanding out east right now. Great. Joey didn't leave me much uh, to introduce. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm uh, Ryan Delmar. I'm a 2L dual JD student at uh, Windsor and Detroit Mercy Law. Uh, I am the co-founder of Law School Life and Beyond. Uh, like I said, Joey seemed to give most of the intro there. Uh, if I could add to it, I guess the only thing I would say is we've, we've we definitely progressed from a blog platform to now almost a multimedia platform. 
And I'll also point out that they too have an Instagram account <laughs> that you can sure follow. <laughs> um, so I guess for that, that, we have a little inside joke here for our, that our listeners maybe don't get. Um, but the way that we have connected with our guests today is that um, on our lovely uh, law school, what's law got to do with it Instagram page, we just got a message from Joey asking, uh, reaching out and uh, giving us a bit of background. But okay, wait, I'm diverging and Richard's going to get mad at me because I'm forgetting the important question. Yes, it is in your hands. We yeah. have, uh, we need a, a favorite law related law school and TV show or TV show. Absolutely, me and Ryan were discussing this before actually this morning, uh, trying to figure out how I was going to spend, I have OCIs tomorrow. So I was trying to figure out how I was going to spend my last night before OCIs. And we both agreed that my cousin Vinny is an absolute great <laughs> movie uh, to help prepare for OCI interviews. Um, I know that it will give me lots of comedy to discuss tomorrow uh, and really showcase how the card and the brick look different when you look at it from the front versus from the side perspective. <laughs> that is great. I hope that that's please. studying if ever I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, are you in agreement? <laughs> I'm in 100% agreement. <laughs> Mr. Gambini, your witness. Mr. Tipton. When you viewed the defendants walking from their car into the sack of suds, what angle was your point of view? They was kind of walking toward me when they entered the store. And when they left, what angle was your point of view? They was kind of walking away from me. So would you say you got a better shot at them going in and not so much coming out? You could say that. I did say that. Would you say that? Yeah. Is it possible... The two Utes. Uh, uh, to what? Uh, uh, what was that word? Uh, what word? To what? What? Did you say Utes? Yeah, two Utes. What is a Ute? Oh, excuse me, Your Honor. Two Utes. Are you going to, like, Zoom watch it together tonight? As we, we were thinking about it. We were thinking about it. Maybe a mock interview and then uh, my cousin Vinny. <laughs> I think that sounds perfect. Uh, so you're going to Zoom watch together, possibly. Possibly, possibly. We'll we'll see. We'll see if Joey does well enough in his mock interview that I'll reward him with a movie. Uh, but it is a great movie to uh, prepare yourself for OCIs. I would think <laughs> all of the classic thing attributes you want in a lawyer. The the art of storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Although you only have 17 minutes to storytell during your interviews, <laughs> so abbreviate it a little bit. Uh, Sparks notes, maybe. Yeah. You uh, Tell us a little bit. Of, so the whole point of being on today's podcast is about your initiative, which is fantastic, by the way. You've done so much in such a short time. How did that all, how did it all begin? Absolutely. It's a, it's a great question and one that we, we discuss often between me and Brian. It's fun to look back and see how far we've come. Uh, and last winter break, it was after our first 1L semester, I was in Winnipeg uh, and I started to think about things I wanted to get active in and how to get involved in law school because it's something that a lot of 1Ls struggle with, trying to find that balance of how much to get involved in and what to get involved in. And I remember thinking back that I didn't have anyone that I could turn to to ask what law school was like, except for your podcast, which I listened to a lot to try and get that inside scoop. Um, 
But unfortunately, both me and Ryan shared the fact that no, no one in our family went to law school. No one in our friend group really was in law school that we could call and say, hey, what's law school actually like? And so I would go on these forums online of like people like what law school is like or what my chances of getting into law school are based on my GPA and my LSAT score. And I was like, how can they ever tell anyone what their chances? They don't even know, but people are listening to them and they're behind this screen. They're using a fake name. No one knows who they are, but they're giving out information. And so I called Ryan right away. I was like, Ryan, what are the chances that you want to get involved? Let's do this together. Let's blog about what Lost was like. And I think Ryan put it the best way is like, we're trying to be the best friend in law school that people didn't know they had. So when they're looking for someone to turn to for advice, we have a wide range of writers who can share their perspective on different types of law school experiences. So it's not just mine, it's not just Ryan's, but hopefully someone that they can connect to. Right, right. Did you two know each other before? It sounds like you obviously did. Right? Well, we actually we actually met uh, just in the 1L orientation. Um, we had some mutual friends that we discovered we had when we, when we got talking oh. and uh, you know, I came to class the first day and I think Joey just popped a squat next to me and uh, we sat next to each other for every class uh, for pretty much all of 1L until we went remote uh, and we just connected. And since then, I think we pretty much speak every day, whether it's about law school, about law school life and beyond or just as friends. So if it's about law school or life and beyond. <laughs> exactly. I got you. <laughs> you put us to That's shame. Great. I love the idea of the multiple writers because I think there's a lot of people that are like, oh, we should just chat about law school. And like Richard and I do this and we do it by trying to have guests. But you guys have cultivated a team of writers to sort of say, like, this isn't there's not only one perspective or one one thought on law school life. Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest thing that we were trying to start off with was that like a lot of our writers will say, can I write about my LSAT experience? Oh, but someone's already written about the LSAT experience. And the biggest thing that we try and push is that just because someone's written about their LSAT experience doesn't mean that that's going to apply to everyone that's out there. And so the more people that we have write about their LSAT experience, the wider our audience is and the more people that they can connect with, hopefully. So some people might not connect with my writing style. They might not connect with Ryan's writing style, but there's 20 different people that they get to choose from in reading their perspective. Um, and the newest thing that we've started is this new thing called Spotlight Sunday for students to try and really show how there's not one cookie cutter way to getting into law school, that you can come from wherever background, you can have any experience and you can still be successful in law school. Okay, and we're back. Uh, we've been having a couple technical difficulties this episode. So uh, listeners, if you hear some problems with our audio, uh, that would be why. But uh, sorry, we'll just trying to jump back into this conversation as if nothing happened, even though I've just kind of told everyone that something happened. Um, I love the idea of the multiple writers and like the multiple perspectives. I think that's something that everyone, it kind of happens throughout all of law school. Richard and I are currently preparing for a moot and we're getting this thing where like every practice judge will tell you something. And then the next judge will tell you like the exact opposite thing and they're not necessarily wrong. So I feel like you're, um, sort of blog, ver it's like the blog version of that. Um, and I guess the question I have flowing from that would be um, whether, like, how how do you train your writers or do you do any sort of training or anything like that uh, or sort of coaching, I guess? You want me to take that one, Joey? Oh, <laughs> you're yes. Thank you. Uh, so I wouldn't say we, 
we do training. I, I wish we had the resources to do that, but I think we've kind of uh, been operating under the assumption that if you made it to law school, you know how to write somewhat. Um, so risky first, assumption. it's a risky assumption and trust me, we've learned that. And I think I was one of the first ones to publish an article that I thought, wow, I really don't know what I just read because I should have probably edited a few more times. Uh, so that was a learning experience, but as our team grew, um, basically what we did is we implemented, uh, an editor a peer editing system. So, uh, myself and I believe three or four other writers would be assigned a few articles weekly to edit. So I would just do a little cheating and put it on Grammarly and have that, have that system do it for me. Uh, and from there on, I think that pretty much every, every one of our writers has, has done a great job at not needing much editing at all. Actually, I don't know if we just got lucky or if <laughs> I'm just one of the worst writers that we have, but, uh, but, um, everyone, everyone, everyone does a really good job. And, uh, like I said, we just have like a peer editing system that we try to implement to make sure that there are as few mistakes as possible. And how long does that take every week? Uh, it's not too long. It depends. I mean, some, I mean, we kind of give, usually we want around 700 words uh, per article, but some are longer. Uh, I think my most recent one was closer to the 2000 words. Uh, so it just depends on how much that writer feels like writing that day. Uh, and sometimes, you know, sometimes we will cut it back a bit, or I might have to add a few things I think would be good points, but it doesn't usually take more than an hour. That's not so bad then an hour a week. Could no, not bad at all. Where was I? <laughs> Maybe just restart with your answer about sort of how people decide think, or how you decide. What think, absolutely. Think of this as a moot where the judge throws you off <laughs> and you have to come back to the script. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how we how we try and to determine topics are based off of what our readers are asking us to write about. So a lot of our social media channels is Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Pinterest has been big for us and Instagram. A lot of the readers will reach out to us and ask specifically about certain topics. And so a big topic right now is the top blank number of reasons to go to my law school. And so we have our writers write about what they believe are like the top five, six, seven or eight reasons that make their law school very special. Uh, and so sometimes this includes a clinic that other people may not know about. Uh, it may include an extracurricular activity that other people may not know about but it's a great way to highlight what is very special about your law school. And I think it does great for the uh, PR of different law schools to showcase what their students believe makes them really, really special. Because it's one thing for the administration to say, this is what makes us special, but I think it's another thing for the students themselves to say, this is what is really unique about our law school. And do you ever find, I feel like this is a problem with law students is we get so quickly we forget it gets a little inside baseball. Like we forget that other people don't know like what a clinic is even and things like that. So do you ever have to edit down in that way? I say edit down, that sounds bad, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that the biggest thing that we sometimes have to remind not just our writers, but ourselves as law students too, is that things that are mundane to us that we take for granted are very unique and special to outside people who are thinking about coming to law school. And so I go back to the, the idea of what a day in the life of a law student's like. I can tell you, I wake up, I read textbooks, I have lunch, I watch a quick movie or quick TV show, I read some textbooks, I make pasta for dinner, I go to bed. But to me, that's mundane because I write a contracts textbook. But when you explain that to someone who's not a law student, that's funny enough, exactly what they wanna know. They wanna know what their daily life will be like 
because they're investing a lot in their future and they're investing a lot in, again, like your mental health, your physical health, your time. And so to us, we take certain things for granted. So it's really a humbling experience to try and, like you said, edit down and go back to the basics of what is the foundation of law school and what is it actually like? And so that way, when we tell people what it's like, we try and humble ourselves to remember where we came from and what it's now like. And yeah, I can imagine that can be hard to do because law school just becomes so all encompassing where like it's all you see. And so you sort of forget what it was like before in the before times, uh, as we say. So I imagine that that's tough. I guess like my, my next question, the, the opposite of that, and Ryan, maybe you're going to be here for an extra year because you're doing a joint program, but what happens about after the fact, sort of like after these three, four years are over for you guys, what happens next? Yeah, that, that's a that's a great question. That's something that Joey and I are chatting about a lot. Uh, and uh, what we're trying to figure out is is how how is this going to proceed when when we're when we're past law school. So we've done a few things. I mean, I think our intention is definitely going to be to keep in touch with the schools and keep in touch with students um, because we have kind of assumed unofficially a mentorship role for a lot of younger students and a lot of hopeful law students, which has actually recently transitioned into. Uh, an official tra- uh, mentorship role, which uh, we recently rolled out through Law School Life and Beyond in partnership with an old friend of mine who is now uh, an articling student. And I don't know if I'm jumping ahead here in terms of if you wanted to ask me this question a little later on about our mentorship program, but uh, I think that answers your question right now in terms of how are we going to stay connected and how are we going to keep Law School Life and Beyond uh, relevant and uh, relatable is through this mentorship program that we've launched um quite recently. That's great. And so how do people connect with the mentorship program? So right now what we're doing is we're, we're in the business development stage. So we've been reaching out a lot of uh, cold emailing and cold uh, messaging people, whether it be uh, school officials from district school boards, so high school students, uh, or whether it be law clubs or administration at different undergrad programs. Uh, and so far we've been lucky enough to have one, uh, one session already with Ryerson with their uh, Law and Business Association, which was a few weeks ago. Uh, and we've seen amazing feedback. That was our real, like our first test trial. It was the first test run. And since then, I received on LinkedIn, probably after our hour session of just simply question and answer about what it's like to be a law student and how to get there and things of that nature. I received like 55 LinkedIn connection requests. So crazy. And I've had about six or seven calls with students that are simply just they have similar to Joey and I had no one and have no one to turn to, uh, to ask the simplest question of what is it like sitting in a law school classroom? Like, what do I need to do if I want to take a year off? Is there a certain job I should have? And these are questions that just by simply living it, Joey and I can now answer. Uh, so that, that's our goal is just trying to share that, that wealth of knowledge that we have just by being alive a little bit longer or having these experiences already. Um, and yeah, so right now we're, we're reaching out to a lot of different, uh, a lot of different programs and we're in talks with, like I said, some school boards and hoping to, uh, to have that develop further throughout the year. That's great. I feel like it's probably also filling a bigger gap than there would ordinarily be this year because of COVID. Like I, I think people are just so much less connected. Um, yeah, absolutely. But it sounds like you guys are doing a really like thorough and very good job of this. And I, Richard's audio is not working right now, but I got to say that it's making him nervous because so one of two things here, either he's worried that uh, you're going to put him out of business and and there'll be no, no need for what's law got to do with it. 
uh, you can literally tell people, what does law even have to do with it? Um, and so in order to deal with that, Richard is, is saying, well, maybe the option is that you guys need a prof added to your team and <laughs> an amalgamation, a merger of sorts. I would love that. I'd be very open to that. And I know Joey would too. <laughs> I guess we're, we're climbing up on, on the end of uh, our, our usual recording time here, but this is so great. I feel like there's so much to learn about your, your site. I guess the best place for our listeners to do that would probably be to just check it out. If there's, is there anything that we haven't covered that I think that you guys think is like really great or just something you would really like to, to highlight about your endeavor? I, I think the, the only thing that is really left to be said is that as law students, we've taken so much from the communities that we're part of, uh, and that if you're looking for different ways to give back to the communities that have given you so much, we're always looking for guest writers, we're looking for uh, editors, we're looking for social media people to help us with it. Uh, and it really is a great way to be able to give back to a place that you have, like I said before, taken so much from. I think, again, with law school, uh, mentorship and guidance is a foundational part of the legal profession and so starting in law school I, it's a great way to just get involved and it's a different opportunity than your clubs that you have at law schools which are very let's say one-dimensional within your own law school this is a way of connecting with people canada-wide uh and really at the end of the day you feel you feel really good because you get you're going to get a lot of messages from law students or prospective law students who just thank you for all the help you've given them that's great. Yeah, and I'll, I'll add on to that as well. Uh, like Joey said, we're always looking for new writers, even if you feel like you, you don't necessarily have the most amazing story to share. I'm sure there's something that's unique to you that we would love to have uh, on our platform. So feel free to reach out to us. And in terms of reaching out, feel free also to reach out if you or anyone you know, or maybe your undergrad, if you're now a law student program, would have loved to have our mentorship program come in there and arrange a virtual session uh, and hopefully eventually one day in-person session to uh, establish a really, really good foundation of guidance to get into law school and, and make sure that it is the right career path for you. And and hopefully we'll be able to help you, help you and help your undergrad program and anyone else with that experience. That's great. And we'll link your everything in our show notes for, for our friends to find. Um, and Richard will always, I think this has been a generally lighthearted episode and it's really great, but he always likes us to end on a funny or lighthearted note. So without leading you too much by the nose here, Joey, uh, is there any maybe creation stories of your uh, blog that would be a funny way to, uh, to end us off here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, there's, I think in life, I think in life that we, we, we never expect anything to go the way that we thought it would go. Um, to be quite honest, me and Ryan probably thought that we were going to fall flat on our face of law school life and beyond and uh, nothing funny about it, but we're just thankful for the community around us and for people getting involved and we're thankful that we didn't fall flat on our nose yet. Uh, but when the day comes, we will come back on the podcast to tell that story. Uh, it is icy outside, so I may fall flat on my head, uh, but luckily me and Richard share the same haircut, so we're going to be able to survive that fall. <laughs> All right, that's great. Thank you guys so much for coming and sharing your, your work with us. Thank you so Thank much you. for having us. Yeah.